Hi, welcome. Red versus green. I like green better than red. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. You guys want to do some shopping for Christmas time? Go to RockyMountainATVMC.com because they are the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free. That's right, free. Three-day shipping, over 75 bucks. That's why you guys should be going to Kiefer Inc., testing.com click on that rocky mountain banner on the homepage, and then what that does is it gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and helps us out for christmas so i can buy aiden and heather presents dallas dunn how you doing i'm doing good how are you brought dallas in here we're going to talk about a uh well two things 2022 honda crf 450r and kx450 do a little comparison i'm going to talk about what i like what you like what our dislikes are um but i wanted to bring you in because the next advertiser is FXR Racing. And I feel like you don't wear FXR all the time. I wasn't wearing it that much. <laughs> I was wearing it when we had to do stuff for sure. And then I was wearing my other stuff. Now when, that you worn other gear, not to make this a whole thing, we're just going we're gonna to get to these advertising spots. But you wore other gear, now you're on FXR. The stuff's good, right? Yeah. You know what I've done? I kind of modded my pants. Modded it. I pulled all the netting out. The netting. It's so much better. You can do that. People, if you guys don't like the what he's calling the netting, um, which is the liner of it. Okay. Um, race pants. Like So going to give you a little snippet here. Some of the guys' race pants don't have liners in them. But liners are good for the most part just to uh, help with sweat, chafing, things like that. Because you will chafe a little bit more without the lining. But. Yeah. You guys want to go see the 2022 gear? Go to fxrracing.com. Use the code KKMX35 to save 30% off your order. Uh, goggles, helmets, pants, jerseys, boots, they got it all over there. And if you're a woman, Dallas, and you ride motocross, I have a special discount code for ladies. You know what's funny, Dallas? Have you got any people message you about it? No, but here's what happens. And I and I announced this. Yeah, did and, and guys I, messaging you? Here's what happens. I can <laughs> tell the dudes ask their chicks, "Hey, get the lady code. Ask you know, email Kiefer and get the lady code, you know, and act like you ride cuz there's some girls that go, "Hi. Yeah, um I ride. I need some gear." And they're real quick about it and they're like, "Can I get the girl code?" And I'm like, "I know you're bullshitting me. I just had one the other day. I go, I wanted to email back and say, "Look, did your dude put you up to this? That's not cool. So women only that ride. Dudes, don't get your chicks to email me. I know what you're doing. I see you. That's funny. I see you through my computer. There's a special woman's code. If you ride, you're you're a lady and you want to go riding, you want even a better offer than the men get. That's what we're here to do, to please the women. That's what I'm about, at least, Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, FXRRacing.com. Racetech, Racetech.com. Uh, get your suspension engine services done up there. Chris Riesenberg is an awesome dude, awesome human. Rob, uh, back in the game in the suspension department over there at Race Tech. So good dudes, quality stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing a build with our 450 mod shootout, which I'm three bikes in. I still have two more bikes to go. One's already built. So two more bikes to go, and then we'll do this modified shootout, and Race Tech will be a part of that. Uh, but you can email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. And I'll get you a discount code, and you guys can go over there and uh, purchase some stuff from Racetech. Uh, last but not least, you need to MRI sometimes, don't you? Uh, hopefully not. But you've had an MRI recently, right? Yeah, a couple, a few months back. Uh, we ride dirt bikes. It's inevitable. We're going to crash from time to time. You may need an MRI. Robert Kong, Mission Imaging, 909-433-0575. If that's too fast for, t- uh, too fast for you, email me, and I'll get you Robert's info. Um, you want to get in, get out, and if you don't have insurance, he can hang. It's three hundred and fifty bucks. That's not and, bad. No, and he uses the Tesla three Do you know anything about MRI machines? 
I do not. The Tesla 3.0 is the one you want. There's 1.5s, but the imaging is not as clear or um, shows as much as a 3.0. I learned all this because with my knee. All the contrast and stuff, right? Uh, well, no. There's two different MRIs. Like There's one with contrast, without contrast. Um, did you do a contrast with your shoulder? I think so. Yeah. When I had a shoulder surgery, they did contrast with mine because the joints are hard to see. But regardless, Robert Kong, 909-433-0575. All right, so I brought Dallas Dunn here. He is a photographer slash BMX slash motocrosser slash uh, van loving uh, human being that we have. That, I guess that's pretty much covers you, right? Yeah. Anything I missed? There's tons more, but I there is more. I mean, let, let the main nuggets are photography, moto, BMX, and what else did I say? Van. Yeah, van. Now, yeah, I'm hooked on vans. Right. I just got new wheels again today for it. Why? Bigger. Oh. Is it a, it's four-wheel drive? <laughs> no. It's oh. too expensive. All right. Push that mic closer to your mouth. There you go. Okay, there you go. Uh, you own a CRF450R. We both, I let you borrow the KX450 recently. This is all 2022 models, by the way, if you're listening. Um, I thought it would be good to have you write something. I was so, ex- I was but, like ready to write. Oh, you were? I was were. stressing out. Well, you could still write something if you want. Not on that now. Why? We're doing this. Well, we, people like to I, read, too. I want to write something new now. Oh, God. So anyway, I asked him to write something. He's learning how to write better, which I had to start doing a long time ago, which is tough. So to make this easier, more condensed, get the information out there, probably get more information than what we were going to get in the article, we decided <laughs> to do a comparison between the Honda and the Kawasaki. Vital shootout is done. Uh... Swaps is done. Yeah. Cowie is in the mix, always top three. I think it actually won. Uh, I know last year it won, it won swap shootout, I think. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, Pat wasn't there, so he was a Yamaha guy. He likes Yamaha, and I think Pat was missing from, from this year's shootout because of an injury. But Kawasaki is a great, stable, um, I would say mediocre engine, which isn't bad in the 450 world. The Honda is a very racy engine racy chassis and suspension that has comfort but we're going to talk about the chassis because a lot of people think it's the suspension and it's not so two different opposite bikes we got a razor sharp cornering honda and we got the stable uh long feeling kawasaki so we're going to talk about what you like we'll break this stuff down into pieces and uh i'm going to give you my opinion as well as yours and then hopefully that out there um, can help you sway your decision on what you want to buy. This is These are the reasons why we do these things. It's pretty transparent. Um, it's like all of us sitting on the back of a tailgate bullshitting about motorcycles. Uh, Dallas doesn't come in here and, you know, this is not pre-programmed. We're going to... No, I'm flying by the You got some bullet right points now. here that you want to talk about, but I might surprise you with some questions that might be... So if you hear a long pause in this po- podcast, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not done. The, the podcast is still going. It's just Dallas fucking taking 10 seconds to answer something because he probably wants to talk about something else within that 10 seconds. He probably thought about three other shit things to talk about. Yeah. And then I don't want to forget one, so I'll just... Uh, oh, my yeah. God, dude. It's awesome. All right. So let's break down the character of the Honda first since you know that so well. We talked about that a lot here. For me, very good engine feel. When I say very good, I mean like it has a lot of power low in to mid-range. Um, it it can be short-shifted, but for me, it doesn't lug very well like a Yamaha. We're going to talk about the lugability between the Kawasaki. But you have to really be in shape to ride this engine. And you can map it, and it helps a little bit, but it's still it's a lot of, lot of engine. Yeah, my mapping... Uh I have the twisted maps and map two on the stock ECU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like map two is more aggressive than map one, which is the OEM map. Okay. But um, I like for you, you're 100 and what? I'm gained up a couple pounds. Gained up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you 180? 180 now. Okay. Uh, But it's we're we're in a work in progress. It's okay. I think I've been gaining muscle. People don't want to hear you're working progress. People want to say, hey man, I drink beers, I eat, and I fucking go to work. Yeah. Like that's you. That you like to to fucking work. You hang out with your kid. You do fun shit. No one has to be ripped like Travis all the time. It's fine. It's true. So, 180 pounds, 5'10"? No. 
Really? That's the, that's the problem. I'm five seven and a half. Really? Is that short? Yeah, I'll say I got the half in there. Wow. Okay. So five seven one eighty. You bought it for twelve seven. No. Eleven seven. Eleven seven. Yeah. How much do you owe on it still? Uh, eighty two hundred. God dang, dude. I could sell though, and you could probably get eighty two hundred out of it now. Oh yeah, and I could sell it and still probably have a little bit of down payment for a new one if I want. Okay, that's this gonna be the question later on too. I'm gonna ask you this question, so be ready. Uh, yeah, what? I know what you're gonna. Oh, yeah, go. yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay. So, do you like this engine of the Honda CR450R? Over the Cowie? No, just in general. We're going to compare in a minute. It's fast. It's really fast. I do like, I like the engine, but I want. I wish I could make it smooth, smoother. smoother. Yeah. Okay. That's not, no, not gonna, so on off. Okay. So That's gonna, why I really want to get the the Vortex. Yeah. So what Dallas is saying with this? So there's, and I don't want to keep. This is my problem because I know how good this ECU is, right? And I keep saying, yeah, if you had this, it'd be really good. But so there's only certain parameters that a stock ECU has. There's a lot. It's basically a locked box. KTM and Husqvarna even lock their boxes this year. You used to be able to remap um, these boxes. Now you can't. Luckily, Honda still has a way you can remap. Just like Jamie said, you can remap them. But there's only a special Honda tool that is available that can do that. And very few people have that. Yeah. So... Uh, when you go to a Vortex, there's so much of a wider parameter that it makes the bike better because you can shift the power around more. Um, with the stock ECU remap, it does shift it and make it better and calmer, but you can even go further and make it even smoother down low and then really broaden everything from in the top. So when I rode the Nationals a couple of years on my practice bike was really good because it had an ECU and it was mapped and it was very, very easy to ride. So with the stock one and... and I'm part to blame as it as well is because I do testing with Honda. And when we do these map tests, I feel like it's it's smooth for the Honda realm of things. But when we're testing every day, day in and day out, I'm so used to the feel and it's getting better. I'm thinking, yeah, it's good. And I've rode it for a week and a half. I'm like, yeah, it feels nice. But then when you go back to another bike, you're like, oh, shit, we could go even more. So it, it's tough. Um, Chassis-wise? Stiff, way too stiff. Rigid? Yeah. Where do you feel it? Like, give us an explanation. Uh, when the track gets baked out and beat, it's... Give it's, us an explanation of what track and times and things. Uh, even, you know, any track, really, when you start getting the square edge bumps, you know, it starts getting a little... Is there any track here in Southern California that it doesn't feel rigid? It feels great in the morning, but, in the, like I said, in the afternoon... <laughs> so if you're a vet rider and you bounce by noon, you're good. Yeah. Uh I'd say, like, even though, like, LACR is fast, it doesn't really get very rough. So, I mean, l- later in the afternoon, it's not that bad. But right. sometimes you can get some uh, speed wobbles coming down that hill. Yeah. So, for me, on, on lean angle, on throttle, this bike suffers a lot. If I'm going straight into a corner, a.k.a. Paula or Fox Raceway, it's softer dirt. It's ready. It's not as noticeable for me. It's at Glen Helen when I'm on edges. Um, if I am at... Um, even state fair when I'm trying to cut across a bump, um, it's very rigid, not as planted, and I just feel a lot of the track with this chassis. I feel like my arms are moving more than the suspension sometimes, and and that's the problem. We're going to talk about the suspension, but it's not the suspension because uh, I've said this I think on other podcasts, but I have swapped the KX suspension over to the Honda and vice versa to see if it has helped, and it does not. I've recently tried KYB stuff on a Honda, and it's helped a little bit, but the overall nature of the Honda is still stiff-natured. So that tells me it's not the suspension. It's a chassis. It's a chassis. I want to do that um, to the motor mounts, the stock ones. I want to try and do that 5 mil hole. Yep. See if that helps a little bit. Yeah, you guys out there listening, if you're a Honda guy, you can, instead of going to the mounts, which a lot of people do, and I'm not going to hate on the mounts because I haven't tried them on the new chassis, a uh, simple, easy way to do it is drill a 5-millimeter hole directly in the middle. It's just like with the Geico team back in the day. It's what I rec- recommended back in 2019. So that stuff still works. It helps, you know, kind of calm some stuff down, give you a little bit more lean angle. And, uh, yeah, it just helps the friendliness of the Honda character g- get, you, <laughs> get you in the right areas where you need to be on the track versus trying to uh, go the wrong way <laughs> that yeah. you don't want to. I feel like when the track gets rough, I really have to – pick my lines better and just try and be smooth. I kind of think of like how Ken Roxon rides, how he, he hops around a lot. Yeah. And I try and put do, do that in my head so I can 
find the smoother lines and stuff. Because if I try and charge and just hit stuff, I'll just get all over the place. All right, let's talk about the Cowie now. Then we can compare the motor, the motors specifically. Well, I rode eight right, stolen motors. Yeah, we'll just we'll keep it Cowie to Honda engines. So, okay. um, when you cough, you don't have to grab the mic. I'm not gonna. I don't want to cough into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for me, comparing these two engines, like I said on the on the beginning of the show, it's complete opposite. I can ride the Cowie a lot harder, and that's why I like my Suzuki so much is because, yeah, it's 450, but it's so linear compared to, you know, the other the other bikes. So low end, smoother yes. on the Cowie. But you know, Cowie, I noticed that I'm in second gear a lot. That second gear is really long, it feels mm-hmm. like. And I feel like when I go into third gear, it would it wouldn't have a whole lot of a lot of low end okay. third to ride third gear. I mean, it'd be like I rode Paris and I rode Fox Raceway with it. And I think maybe 30% of the track was second was no third. Oh, third. I was in second a lot. Okay. But, uh, Newf put that one tooth up on it. Right. So that, I don't know how it feels, you know, stock. Did the Jody. Yeah, he did the Jody. Uh, okay, so for me, I still from z- like when I say zero percent throttle, means like you're off throttle. And to five to ten percent, it's jerky. There's snappy. But then, what we call in the world of testing is RPM response. That is low end RPM response. That's not bottom end people. So for me, the low end RPM response on the KX is very responsive, and that can upset your cornering. So. You know, you guys can go on my site and look at that map that's not in that bike that you rode, by the way. Okay. So last year, I put the CHA map, which is an old map that we've used for a long time with the Kawasaki calibration um, FI tuner. And that helps that crack, settles that in, and gives you a little bit broader mid-range so you can run third gear with stock gearing. Okay. That's the purpose of that. Uh, but like you said, I, I'm an agreeance of a friendlier engine. It's not as exciting. So it's there when you need it though. But I did find myself cl- using the clutch a lot more with that bike compared to my Honda. Yeah. This is the thing about, it's tough thing about r- rating bikes because if you're going to ask me, what do I have? What do I get more excitement out of? I get more excitement riding the Honda. The Kawasaki engine doesn't get me excited. Yes, it's easier to ride. So if I'm racing, if I want to go fast for a long period of time, the engine on the KX is like, yeah, it makes sense. It's not going to get me tired. But what gets me going in the seat of my pants when I ride that Honda? It's like it's responsive. It's like, dude, it's fucking fun. Yeah, my buddy uh, Tyler, he just got a twenty-two, brand new, and uh, twenty-two what? CRF. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I wanted to ride it. I asked him to let me ride it the other day at Fox, so I can kind of get a better comparison um, over the Cowie. He had some crappy bars, like some CR highs, right. like way too big. But, but engine feel, it was, it was noticeably a lot, a lot harder to ride than the Cowie. Right, should be a lot more aggressive with the Cowie. It was just. And here's the problem with some of these shootouts too: is like, um, these guys they get this exciting feel, like oh, it's exciting to ride the Honda, and they ride it for three laps, so they might rate it better. And then you got the Cowie, where it's not—it's kind of vanilla down low. It's not as exciting. So you got these guys that are not in shape. So the Honda will feel better. Bigger dudes are drawn to the Honda because it has more power. It's more exciting to ride. It probably pulls their bigger asses around the track in a better manner than the KX. Yeah, I can see that. So, um, so yeah. So depending on what you're looking for, and this is how we're going to talk about this. So if you're a bigger dude, ride softer dirt. Uh, East Coast type, um, and I say bigger dude, I'm talking 220 up. I feel like the Honda engine is good. It won't be so reactive to those kind of people. But us on the West Coast, the KX is better suited because the way our tracks form up out here, and I and I have a tendency to like a smoother, lower, um, just a broader range of power that the KX delivers. So those are the two things that really stand apart that separate these bikes is the Kawasaki is just a overall easier bike to ride for longer periods of time. And if you're looking for more exciting for shorter periods of time, the Honda is geared towards that. Now we could go into this podcast and talk about what you could do to the Honda to make it better. And that's a whole different thing. Yes, you can make it better. You can make it smoother, but it costs money. So I don't think you guys are looking to spend more money. I know you aren't. You spend fucking $12,000 on your Honda. 
I want I want an ECU. That's the main thing I want. That's a grand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if it'll help me with my main... Do you ever... Oh, I'm going to get to this question here in a minute. This is what I'm going to yell at you about here later on. Okay. At this podcast. Okay. Suspension to suspension. I like the Cowie. Why? Stock, even even though I have I have aftermarket suspension. You have factory valving. connection valving on your Honda. Yes. Uh, the the Cowie suspension, it was... It was really plush. I mean, if I had to, if you went deep on a jump, you definitely feel it. Over, bottoming, yeah. Okay. Bottoming was pretty rough. I overjumped a couple jumps, and that sucked. So the Honda has better holdup for that, but um, everything else is really uh, absorbed everything really good. Um, tra- uh, what is it called? We don't know. What's it called? Acceleration bumps. Yep. Track straight right through them. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Honda road, it was just kind of it would the back end would twitch away, um, so yeah, like deflect. Yeah, deflect. Yeah. So I noticed that was a big thing. Like mm-hmm. I, re- I would be super happy with that suspension on the Honda. Okay, that's how I felt. But like you said, it's chassis too. Yeah, like so, I said, uh, I put that stuff on a Honda. Yeah, doesn't change it. Like, so, I don't have no problems with the rear shock on the Honda. It's just the front end feels stiff. So I don't know what spec factory connection stuff you're on. So if we're talking about Honda suspension, I have ridden with updated factory uh, suspension revalve, and then they have the knuckle and the link that they're going to sell if they don't already sell it. it. was really good. It helped some of that deflection that you're talking about, which I get on a Honda is like acceleration chop. It's really harsh in, in my ass area. It's like right underneath my ass where um, the down tube goes into that backbone area. Yeah, I, I always used, feel like it's harsh in that area. Yeah, I used to get a lot of pain in my back mm-hmm. before I got my suspension done, and after that, it was it was I don't get that no more. Um, but stock to stock, it is a firmer feel, but yet for me on the small bumps, if it's soft, the Honda has a better balance. The Cowie dives too much for me. Um, if it's small choppy stuff on acceleration, the Kawasaki's better. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was noticing. Yeah, I I felt like the the Cowie. There's a couple turns at Paris because that first day I rode it was at Paris at night, mm-hmm. and there were some turns like my bike. I feel like it'll want to stand up a lot because I think it's so jerky on the throttle, and yep. I try to be really smooth and roll my my corners. But Cowie was really good turning. Yeah, and it was way better than I thought it was um, going to be. So chassis wise, let's just talk about that since you opened that up. I feel like I'm towing a trailer, dude. Like that Cowie's long. It is long, and I feel like it's hard for me to tip into a corner. The Honda, if I can get down the straightaway in a good manner, this is the if, okay, because straight line stability is not Honda's forte. Again, harder bumps, harder pack, soft, not so bad. But here on these West Coast tracks, it's if I can get down the straightaway straight and then arc into my rut good, there's nothing like a Honda cornering once I'm in. Kawasaki is really stable going into the corner for me, but... It is tough, son of a bitch, to keep it between area one and area two down. It just feels long. Yeah, I noticed that a little bit, but I did, like I said, I think maybe I felt like I cornered better on the on the cowie almost. Okay, why? But I mean, that could be a, a factor of things coming into like play. Burmy stuff no, or d- like ruts, deep, deep inside ruts like Paris, and okay. even and even um, at Fox, there was some good good stuff inside where you you know you hit them and you just feel like that look that was good. Yeah. So some of that goes when we have we watch these videos and these other media outlets and you know you can say that here on Racer X too that we do that when we talk about a bike that's stable like a Cowie it doesn't necessarily mean I should take this back when we talk about a a bike that's stable like the Cowie and then they say it doesn't corner as good as a Honda that's a relative term it depends how well you can corner yeah it depends on so many things so if you have good cornering technique. Maybe it doesn't matter as much. If you have shitty cornering technique, they love Honda. A perfect example, our buddy David Martinez has not the best in corners. He bought a Honda. He is way better in corners now because the Honda is able to do it with ease once he's in. He's not. He's going to go the same speed down the straightaway regardless of what color bike he's on, but where he fucks it all up is in area one to area three of the corner, and the Honda is a better bike in that area. So for... Vet guys, heavier guys, that's where you're going to have the most fun. Then that's where you need to lean your, your, your money towards is a red bike. But the other part of that is, and when we talk about, 
hey, the Cowie doesn't corner as well as the Honda, which is true. But if it gets you to the corner in a better manner and lets you set up for that corner better, for me, in my eyes, I like it better because, and I'm talking about a Yamaha because it's not the best cornering bike and it's heavy, but it gets me to that corner very good in a, in a faster manner and stable so I can get through my corner good, but I also have good cornering technique. Yeah. So it just depends on where you're at. When you watch these shootout fellas um, and you listen to them or whatever, uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing because, oh, I watched this guy. He's six foot, 205 pounds, and he's my size and my speed. That doesn't mean you're him. You can reference that, use that as a, as a tool, but how well can you corner? How, where's your strengths? Where's your weaknesses on the track? Find some of those within yourself and then find the bike that fits those and, and helps those areas. Right, so let's diagnose that with you. Where do you need help? Mm, I think, <laughs> like I said, this one is part ten seconds long, and if we're still here, I I don't know. <laughs> I've been getting better. I think the X of the corner sometimes. I okay, get, you don't I, stay down. Yeah, you get up too early. Yeah. So yeah, th- a lot is a lot of it is, is um confidence. Just keeping well, lean and keep keeping the lean up. in, and what how to keep the lean in is staying on the throttle. The reason why you pop up is because you let off the throttle, right? That has something to do with your core on your body, something to do with your legs, where the where your leg positioning is at, and then uh, that's just te- technique part of it. Then you got the bike. Is the bike leaned into the rut the correct way? Are you looking for? There's so many aspects to that, right? Yeah. So if you feel like you're standing up, I would think, like you said, for me – after area two, the KX is good. It's the one and two part that I suffer on the Kawasaki. Once I'm in the second part of the corner and then getting my way out, the Kawasaki feels light and lays down nice. But for me, I'm the opposite of you. I have problems with area one and two. So area three could be better for you on the Kawasaki. Where the Honda, area area one's really good, area two is good, but sometimes between area two and three, you get oversteer. Yeah. You get knifing. So that happens with guys that don't have great tor- cornering technique on the Honda. So there's, like I said, there's many things you guys need to think about when you watch these these shootouts, and this is one of the reasons why I kind of toned down on that kind of stuff, just because there's so many variables. It's fun to watch a shootout. It's like a car crash. I want to look at it. Who's happening? <laughs> yeah, like you want to yeah. find out. Like I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I like to see who wins just for the fuck of it. Like I want to see, you know? So, um. When you sit on both bikes, Honda, just feels good. It feels real slim. I mean, the Cowie's slim too, but it just doesn't feel as long. Like you said, so where where, do, where don't you like the Cowie versus the Honda on the Ergo side? Because this is interesting to me because the bars are the same, same yeah. bar, same bar bend. Uh, rider triangle. When I measured these two, very close. How's the foot peg height compared? Very close. Yeah, almost the same. Unless you, well, that's the option you get with the Cowie. You get to move them, move them uh, back if you want. I didn't have a big complaint. Like, they felt pretty similar. But you like the Honda because? That's just, you got a nice red fender right there. <laughs> My God, this is a great <laughs> podcast. Hey, Dallas picks the red fender. <laughs> when you sit on it, what do you feel different? I can't think of too much right now because I, I didn't pay attention too much to <laughs> how much it's how much. What it, the fuck are you going to write about in this article? Not how much different it feels when I sit on it. Oh yeah, but the, ergos when you sit on something, it doesn't feel like they both feel like I'm pretty. I'm comfortable. Are you on top or in? This is this this now we're going to do testing. Now we're testing you. On, when you when you sit on both, are you feel in the bike or on the bike? I feel in on what bike on on both. Okay, yeah. See, I feel like I'm on top of each bike more. I, I feel like versus like a Yamaha or uh, a KTM, I feel like I'm in the bike a little bit. Yeah, I feel. I don't know. I, I think I try to ride forward too, a little, mm-hmm. sit a little more forward, especially coming in turns and stuff. Yeah, I feel. I feel pretty. Similar. So, to me, Honda and Kawasaki has got some of the best ergos around. Both bikes are really good, so I don't think if you guys are trying to base a decision on which bike to buy, both of these are really high up in that ranking. Let's just say nothing stands out that would... That makes you pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, there you go. Yeah, like I'm not like, oh, shit. Like Yamaha pisses me off. Like the Ergos are shit. 
I sit in the bike. I'm inside of it. I feel like I got ape hangers. Uh, my knees are up high because the pegs are up high. Like Yamaha needs some work to with the ergo situation, and it feels. Uh, it, I shouldn't say it. It, fe- it looks fat. It doesn't feel fat to me when I ride it, but it looks that way. Yeah. Uh, honestly, to me, the Kawasaki in the shroud area feels narrower. Really. And in between my legs, when I'm pinching and on my feet. I feel like I can pinch the Honda a little bit better just because a little bit fatter between my legs than the Cowie. The Cowie feels really slim. And people are like, oh, it's slim. There's a point where you go too much, and it's hard to grip because yeah. you're squeezing, right? Yeah. So the Honda has this perfect blend of, like, I can grip, hang on, sitting to standing is easy to do. I don't seat bounce as much on a Honda or Kawasaki because I can get my ass off the seat for the jump. I don't yeah. know if you ever think about that. I never really thought about that, no. Yeah, next time you're out riding, and this is for you guys at home too, if, you can, if you're out comparing bikes one day, you and your buddy, see how long you can stand up in corners and see when you can get your ass off the seat into a jump. It's very hard for me to accelerate out of a corner and stand up and soak up a jump on a Yamaha versus a KTM or a Honda. I can stand and then sit and stand, and I'm freer. Like It's easier for me to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any. I feel like I have any issues with that, with uh, both bikes. You're right. Yeah. Hey guys and gals, we'll be back with the show in one quick second. But listen to these commercials. Get some discount codes. We'll be right back. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper 8 and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-Engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. 
but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Band on my Yamahas. There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years. Dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keeferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to purchase a new or used KTM, Yamaha, or Kawasaki? We'll look no further. Power Motorsports and Sublimity Oregon is the place to go. Email me, chris at keferinktesting.com. I will get you in contact with David Sibley over there at Power Motorsports, and he will get you the best deal possible. I'm not kidding, man. Like These guys work wonders over there at Power Motorsports. They will give the best deals to all of my Kiefer Inc. testing listeners. No hassle, no BS, easy to finance, easy to get a bike, and hey, it doesn't matter if you live in Oregon, California, Maine, Florida. They will find a way to get you your bike. That's right. They work with moto shippers. Easy to get around. Easy to ship. Man, it works so easy. I've bought three motorcycles from them over at Power Motorsports, and moto shippers have shipped them to me to my door. It's so easy to do. So go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you in contact with them. Thanks for supporting those advertisers, and now we're back with the show. Um, brakes? Uh, brakes are, they're good. Um, <laughs> Jesus I, Christ. I like the front brake on the Cowie. Yeah. And then the levers, I, everyone, no one likes them, but I like the levers. You do I, like them. I'm going to. You like thin blades. I'm going to grind mine down on the Honda to feel more like the Cowie levers. Are you serious? Yeah. You might be able to, on the front brake lever side, pretty sure you can just swap out the levers. Because it is a Nissan. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd have to look into that, but I think they would they would fit. That'd be I'd buy a calculator if if that's the thing. It is it is a little too thin, but I like it though. You like thin? Well, how how what size glove are you? A large. Yeah, I'm a large too. I just I don't know. It rubs like a callus. But right? I have a small. Like my fingers are not very right. You don't got sausage fingers, I guess. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm out on the cowy levers. Do not like them. Uh. Each clutch, if I had to choose a clutch that I like more, they're both hydraulic. Uh, it's tough for me, but I think the Kawasaki clutch feels better, okay? Uh, less on-off feeling than the Honda, but durability, and I can't believe I'm saying this, durability-wise, the Honda clutch is a little bit uh, longer-lasting than the Cowie clutch for me. I just did... Uh... 45 hours on my stock clutch, and Henson sent me a... On your Honda. Yeah. They got me dialing with a new... No, just oil changes. Oil changes and that's it? Yep. Yep. Every, uh, with the blood stuff, like six hours. Unless I race and I'll... Six hours? Yeah. Fuck. That's a long time. That's what I was talking to Jeff. We said six hours is good. Oh, dude. I don't go that long. But usually I go... I like that oil. It's good oil. But for me, dude, I'm two hours. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Engine hours? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. That's like every ride for me. Every two rides. So usually, like, let's say normal days, like if you go ride, it's a little over an hour on engine. Yeah. Right? So you can go two rides, and then I change it. And then I change the oil, and then no filter, and then the next one, I will do a filter. Yeah. 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 Uh, Speaking of filters, Kawasaki is a nightmare to fucking get an air filter in there. Well, I changed... Yeah, I I flipped it, because I cleaned the oil, or the air filter, and I was like... 
flipping myself out. Like, is it, is it, in, is is it, it in? Is it in or yeah. is it wrong? Or, like, right. is it supposed to be the other way? And the Honda filter is not much better, but, like, it's uh, at least for me, I, it's just tough to get. It's really tight in the Kawasaki airbox. Yeah. I don't like the Honda filter uh, setup at all. No, I just I don't trust that little bracket. Right. I feel like it can come off. Like, if you had, like, a, a big jolt. It can maybe come off or something, but I, I grease my my the brim of my filter on the, the lip. Of, yeah, just just in that's old school. My dad used to do that shit for my, me in the desert. I mean, if you have a dusty area, the lip greasing the lip a little bit is not bad. Yeah, it's just messier. Yeah, for your airbox. Are you? Uh, do you wash your airbox out? Or do you? Are you that guy? I need a wash. I need a a wash box or um filter cover. The cover, yeah, yeah. I think Twin Air makes them now, but yeah. That's the way to do it. If you guys are out there, you're going to wash your box out. There it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> get that cover in there. And, uh, man, it makes it a lot easier and nicer to work around. I need to get one. With the Suzuki, mm. I, would, I would always wash the box out. Yeah. But. It's, I mean, it's recommended. Washing the box is recommended. I, I keep, I, I'd at least uh, wipe it out. and <laughs> Wipe it out. Wipe wash it out. out. Whatever you got. Just yep. get it clean. Just get it clean. Get it clean. Don't forget about that ladies' code that we talked about on FXR. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was a good one. You got to give it up. That was that was that was great. That was seamless. Yeah, that was seamless. Uh, okay, a few things that stand out to me, and you can talk about. I'm going to talk about appearance. Uh, Han is sexy looking. There's no other bike in the world that makes me want to ride when I step into my shop in the garage. Than a Honda. I see the Honda parked. I'm like, ooh, I want to go ride. Kawasaki's over here going, mm, I don't care about you. I like the Honda because it's it's red, just like you said. See, it's the, the Cowie does that for me too. I think it's because it's new. It's green. Uh, that's the thing. It's awesome. New green bikes look sick, but the Kawasaki looks old quick. Yeah, it does. I rode Cowies from, shoot, 2000 to... The married Dallas days? No, that was when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, one twenty-five. When you and mom were sleeping at Glen Helen. Yeah, those days. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yep. KX eighty. No, Yamaha eighty. Oh. Then I went to KX one twenty-five. I was KX eighty. Don't do that. I can hear it. <laughs> God, you're twitching hard. KX eighty. If you ever have guests, if you do a podcast, I can't wait to go on your podcast. I want to fuck with my mic. I want to wrinkle shit up. That's what I'm gonna do. Just fuck, I'm gonna make one now. Relax. Just sit back. I can't sit back. Sit back a little bit. I, I don't like it. Oh my I'm, God. I'm like in attack position right here. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, KX80, 1988, first rear disc. That was my bike. I thought it was the baddest thing ever. I didn't have a rear disc until 88, and I thought, oh, man, I got a rear disc. It's awesome. That's pretty good. Then I had a YZ80 before that, and I was like, oh, I think it's a piece of shit. I love Kawasaki guy. So... I was on a KX125 for a little bit in my C-class years uh, with the one shroud KX89, KX125. No radiator? It had one radiator shroud um, and it had one radiator. So, uh, so yeah, those are my Kawasaki days. But when I go out in the garage, the Honda's a good-looking bike. It makes me want to ride. I just wish that feeling would stay when I rode the Honda. And everyone's like, oh, man, you're so hard on Hondas. I'm, I'm hard on Hondas because I want it to be good. That's how bad I want it to be good. And and when I say good, I just want more comfort. That's all I want out of it. I don't I could get along with the engine. Just give me some more comfort in the chassis. Give everyone. Make Honda's great again, Dallas. Yeah. Can we be. get Honda just to get a little bit more straight line? We don't need razor sharp cornering. We don't need it. It's already corners great. Let's just get a little bit more stability and less harshness out of the, the out of the frame. That's it. That'd be great. It would be awesome. It would. I mean, they sell a shit ton already. But imagine if it won a shootout. Could you imagine? When is the last time Honda 450 has won a shootout? And maybe 2017 when it first came out because it was new and it's like ah. Did it win? I think it might have won one or two early on the on the new front. Okay. When 17 hit, but it has been a long time. And if it won shootout, it, that's uh, just their. It's been lagging for that last generation, and this it's just. I'm just saying, stiff. they would sell so many of them. Like I, they see, already sell just people. People are haunted people, you know. I see Cowies and KTM's at the, the tracks a lot. Oh yeah, I see them a lot. I don't see as many Hondas. I don't see. I mean, 
I see more blue bikes than Hondas. So I don't know. Honda's a great bike if you're in a certain area and you're a certain demographic and, and a type of rider. I feel like the Kawasaki is a is a wider range, uh, more track toughness, and yes, it needs a little bit of a meteor engine feel, but it's stable and has good suspension, decent suspension that'll that has some comfort. Yes, it is a little bit soft. It pitches a little bit, but you can stick a heavier spring in there, and it makes it way better. Yeah, uh, I feel like just doing a little bit of things to that bike would be insane. Right. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to the SR. Oh, yeah. So I rode the, like a pre-production one, and it doesn't feel like I'm towing a trailer with KYB. It feels fucking good. Like, I'm excited to ride. That's getting me excited. And I'm usually not excited. shouldn't say that. That excited to ride a Kawasaki. But what you're I rode. On, yeah, Post just put up, man. You guys look good on Cowies. Aiden, right? Both? You too. No, that was both Aiden. Oh, was it? Yeah. People okay. get confused about me and Aiden a lot. Yeah. Which is nice because it makes me feel like I'm still young. So that's good. <laughs> He had he had that perfect Kiefer foot though. Yeah, it's it's what he doesn't have Vaj foot. No, no, Vaj. but he. I thought that first picture was you. Yeah, no. So, just I think he's just grown up with me so long that it yeah mimics me. But the SR, which I feel you guys, if you listen to this, you already have one. There's a few out there. Um, after we get back from Arizona, there is a gentleman um, named Hal that's going to let me borrow his if we don't have one from Cowie yet, and I'm going to do a comparison on the stock one versus the SR. So, we'd love to have your uh, intangibles you want out me there. To come to, along? I'm, well, I mean, you're, you're familiar with it, right? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to get Paul Parabinos because he's a Cowie guy. Oh yeah, he, he'll love he'll know thing. he'll can pick apart both bikes really good. I feel like you rode it really good. I want to get an older vet guy, and then see really pick it apart and do that for Racer X. That'd be cool. So, KYB does help on the KX. Doesn't feel like you're towing a trailer. How uh, many are they only supposed to do that for that that year? Since uh, Tomac's gone now? or No, like, I think it'll do it for more. I mean, obviously, I think they're going to sell all of them. So I think that's going to show them that it's, it works. And then they'll make it another edition, whoever it is. Like if it's a Cincerello or whatever, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, the PC pipe, a little bit of head work, which should say mild porting. And um, those KYB, that's that's insane. So I really want to find out if the, the, the price difference is probably going to be about four grand between a stock one and this SR. Is it, is it worth it? So we're going to break that down. Well, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, if I were to get another Honda again, I'm not going to get an R. I'll just get the... That's where I'm going with this question. The uh, This is where I yell at you. The factory edition. This is where no, I, I yell at sorry, you. works edition. This is where I'm going to ask you. Okay. You said, when I asked you this, you said you still like the Honda more. When I first went out, okay, you, get, you asked me this after my first time riding. Okay. So after Fox... Okay. I like the Cowie more. Okay. Yeah. This gets me more angry. Angrier. Why? Okay, if you like it, and you just sat here and told the people, the 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 18 to 20,000 people that listen to this podcast, that you could make money or sell your bike. Yeah. So why the fuck wouldn't you want to sell your Honda and get a Cowie? Maybe 23, I'll get one. Well, why don't you do it now? Because... Well, what? It's about to be a, a whole new bike next year, maybe. Do we know this? No, but... No. But... But why do you want to get a brand new bike when this one is really good that you like now? And you could probably get it for 8500 bucks. Yeah, I'm good. I'll keep my Honda. Wow. I want to make my so Honda better. So it's not better. that good. No. Is there anything that could sway you? Like, let's say you rode something like, dude, this is the best bike I've ever ridden. Would that make you sell your Honda? The KTM I rode would. Mine with all the shit on it. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's not real life. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's that's real life plus money. Yeah, I know. And that's not real life because I, I didn't pay for it. I want to get my Honda working better, at least until my next, Okay, my time's up to buy This is bike. not a shit on Honda podcast. No. So you Honda lovers, again, there is ways to make it better. You can make it better, and I've had a really, really good time. I rode like dog shit in the Nationals. That wasn't to do the motorcycle as much as it was me. But my practice bike was really good. I feel like I should have stuck with my practice bike. Dude, what Chad did to my engine and my ECU makes it better. Just like the Yamaha. When you map or change the engine character of the Honda, it helps the chassis. It helps the chassis huge. 
the ECU helps the chassis. The way the chassis is when you have a smoother buildup of RPMs, uh, what I like to call more of a longer rod feel. It's not so quick, spools up, spools up quick. Longer, luggier, churning power. The Honda gets better in the chassis area. Less rigid feeling. I'm not an engineer. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but it happens on the track. So Yeah, I can see that. So you're going to spend more money on your Honda. Yes, definitely. Okay. If I can get my Honda to the engine character to feel like the Cowie, that's a no-brainer. I, I like the Honda. I, overall, if I had to pick right now, I would still go on the Honda. I think it's a quality, more quality of a motorcycle. It's just overall better. That's a good point. So durability. Yeah. You're still... And I, was, I would lean towards Honda for durability as well. That's not to say Kawasaki is a POS and the durability side, but it's still not as good as a Honda. Like you could overall resell too, I think you could still. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, Hondas. You see a lot of them, even they're old, like a seventeen. They're still going for like seven grand. Yeah, it's crazy. Kawasaki's probably a little tougher to sell. Yeah, I know some cranks have gone through the cases on a Cowie. We had one a couple years ago. Do that. Um, chain guides, guards, all those fucking go. Yeah, that quick those on quick Cowie. On, on those Hondas Cowies. aren't great, but they're better. Uh. Overall, fasteners on the Honda are better than the Cowie. Yeah. Um, subframes don't break. Now on the Honda, the there is a Honda problem with the muffler, denting your rear muffler. A rear muffler. Denting the I rear par- portion of your muffler. I got lucky and mine never got bent. Yeah. And I see a bent. lot of guys on the starting line with just dents in their muffler. Yeah. And that's just from boots. And you would think that the Cowie one, because it sticks out so much further. Right. That's ugly as sin. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that Kawasaki muffler is fucked. It's, yeah, it's really. It is bad. It's, it's like a bazooka. But you put a pro circuit one on there, it's a, little, a lot better. But the thing is, the, the problem with that is, the stock muffler for engine character is really fucking good on that Cowie. You stick it aftermarket. I've tried it. I've tried FMF pro circuit, and they're good in areas, but not as good with that stock. That's just too bad that muffler looks like a piece of shit because <laughs> she, uh, she runs really good. Yeah. It's like. You have an ugly chick that's super cool. And that's it, that's that muffler. A, it's not too loud either. No, it has a good tone. Yeah. Honda's it has loud. That, it has that tone just enough where you like you like it. You like how, how it sounds when you ride yeah. it. But it's not overly obnoxiously loud. But then or, in the back of your mind, you know that thing's sticking out you like know, four you, foot. It's you're back like, there. You're like, oh, you know, shit. people are looking at, look at that asshole with that big old muffler. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my Hey, have you seen that guy? He's hauling, you know, that guy hauling ass out there with the big ass muffler? That dude out there. Yeah. That's what that the Kawasaki is. But it's. For me, would I, which one would I rather buy? If I'm going to put two Chris's, okay? Chris, um, short-term Chris and long-term Chris. Long-term, I would get a Honda because... I'd have to agree with you on the same thing. Because I would know that it would last a, a while. And I would, I would, if I'm keeping it a while, I'm going to put some money into it. Yeah. If, I, if I'm the type of rider that sells my bike once every year, every other year, I would go Kawasaki. Yeah. Because... It's comfortable, friendlier to ride. I could go faster on it, and I'm not keeping it long enough for have problems. Yeah, I can agree with That's you. That's how I would break it down. So, I like the Cowie though. I mean, I, both of them. Are we getting the Cowie? Maybe next. Maybe the next, the new generation that comes out. Twenty three. No SR. No. You're not gonna go Dave on me. No. But whatever bike I do get, I might just go with whatever. What if Honda changes for twenty three? They're not. We don't know. I think, well, change what? Like the whole bike? Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. Okay. And I'm not even the Mr. Tester guy like you. I don't think I'm so. just saying. You never know. You never know. What if Yamaha changes it? It's good. Hey, that's another thing, too. If the new Yamaha comes out and it's better. Right. And it just visually looks better to me. Right. I might go with Yamaha. Why not just ride a 250F like I told you? Because you ride better on one. I need to spend more time on a 250 All these people that listen to this podcast, older gentlemen... Ride 250Fs. Yeah. They're not worried about their dicks. I'm not worried about my dick. You are? No. I yeah. like the 450. When I can ride it good, I can ride it pretty good. But No, you yeah. ride good. Don't get me wrong. But you ride better on a 250F. I want to ride one again. You just rode one You just not what? too long ago. Didn't you just do something with me in a 250F? Well, yeah, but I want to, I want to like, because, like, the first, out, like, 20 minutes I got on the Cowie, I hated it. I, I was like, I miss my heart. That's when I... On the Cowie 250? No, 450. Okay. So, yeah. and then on a 250, though, if I could, like, really just spend more time on it, like, get to 
know it better, uh-huh. or like get more comfortable with it. Yeah. Probably want to ride one, but. Uh, yeah, man. Like people think. You know what? I, I really want to ride a two fifty. I want to. I almost want to buy buy squirrel. We're squirreling right now. Why is he two fifty? And this is where we're going with yeah. the podcast. I, I kind of want a two-stroke. This is where we're going. Yeah. Two-strokes. You know what I, I see? I feel like I could ride a I see you buying an old fucking two-stroke and, like, fixing it up. I'm loving it, huh? And you're loving it. And just like, dude, put it in my van, taking pictures of my fucking new two-stroke <laughs> in my van out in the desert. Like, I see it. Yep. Is that, that's, am I right? Yeah, but I'd probably, if I were to get a... And then you go to, like, Day in the Dirt and wear Fast House gear and shit. That's what I feel like you would do. No. <laughs> that's what I feel like you would. No, I want to go two stroke national next year though. Ah, I've done it. Yeah. It dude, honestly, YZ two fifty is fun bike. Yeah. Dude, f- more fun, YZ one twenty five. Yeah, well the one twenty like when we went to South Carolina. Was it South? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't even get off you couldn't pull me off that one twenty five. Right. It was like a mountain bike with motor. Yeah. It was just so f- fun. All right, so a little shootout here. Dallas, you're picking the Cowie. Well, for the general guy, yeah. Unless you are like Dedicated, you know, brand loyal Honda guy, then you know people are going to do that. But there's just there's more setup and more work to the Honda to make it good. Yeah, if you want to just leave it, just buy it straight out of all right out of two bikes, you're going to buy it, leave it alone, and not touch it, not do anything. Kawasaki all day, right? If you're going to put some money into it, really want to make it good, Honda, right? You want excitement? You want to spend a little bit of money, Honda? You want to ride the bike short term, Kawasaki? Yep, that's a good bike. Every time I ride one, I'm like, I don't ride. I want to. Why don't I ride these more? I forgot to tell you about the tires. Oh, the third three S. Oh my god! You're, you're preaching to the choir. I've been. How long have you listened to the show? Okay, guys, listen. This guy talks about the three yeah, S. I, I want to turn my mic off. I'll let you handle it. Go ahead. And when I used to always hear you talk about three S tires, I'm like, yeah, you know, they're they're probably good. Oh, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. No, I didn't think okay, that. Okay, but Kiefer's getting paid, man. That's why he's might, talking. But no, that's not what I'm doing. The Kawasaki right Sorry. now it has twelve hours on it, thirteen hours maybe. So it has the test time. It has when Ryan raced the national on it, mm-hmm. bet national, mm-hmm. and then two track days from me. And it's like it's getting almost half, and half of what knobby half tread, yeah. Okay. And I I would choose that over a brand new thirty three in the back and in the front too, like it maybe not brand new, but it's really good, especially for how worn out it is. Let me just tell you, no issues at all. Cowie guys, find the part number. They say they're back ordered. I had, I had a couple listeners research this. Like I talked, I talked about this on a couple episodes. And when was the last time you listened to the show? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's <laughs> right there. it. Was, uh, it was so a couple day. shows I ago? Was. I was talking about the Kawasaki and how how I would never talk about the three S S's that are on the Kawasaki. I've somehow might have grazed on it, but I didn't make it a point. Well, they come stock still yeah, on the Kawasaki, stock. right? You buy a Cowie, you get three S's. I know it was like, oh, it was just tires. No. Three S's are great. Why? Softer carcass. What's up with that space, the knobby being spaced out? Softer carcass. <laughs> okay. Better lean angle, Dallas. Okay. Lighter weight tire. Okay. Well, the tread with the knobbies. Okay. Yeah. Last as long as the 33? Nope. No. But you motherfuckers out there that do not understand tires, you want longevity, you want performance. You can try to blend those in a tire. It's tough. I want, I'm happy to spend $100 on a tire if I have mass traction. I'm in. The 3S's did that. The 33's are here, and it's a good tire, okay? I'm a 3S front, 33 rear guy now. 33 rear, no problems with it. I'm good. 33, little washy, not as friendly for me as a 3S because it's a stiffer carcass, right? That's why you have pressure down and the 3S pressure up. Now, you Kawasaki guys, they listened and they said, okay, hey, I ordered at my dealer, Kiefer. They're back ordered right now, but you can't order them. So we're going to see if they're going to show up because you can't buy 3S's through Dunlop. Can't do it. You can buy them through a cow dealer. But you can buy it because Kawasaki has to supply their cons- their customers with parts, OEM parts that come on the bike. They have to. That's smart. So Dunlop has the, has the tires somewhere. Somewhere. 
Nice. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crack this code. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're all about Tiger King two. I haven't seen it. Yet. I'm all about Dunlop MX3S Operation Dunlop MX3S. That's what I'm about. I wonder if how, how those would feel in the Honda. Oh, it's so good. I don't want to talk about it. I could have <laughs> said something. I was going to say something. I don't want to talk about it. Damn. But they're, I'm just going to tell people this. Didn't the, didn't 250Fs, weren't they coming with 3Ss? I don't know. Like last year or whatever? No, it's been a while since things came with 3Ss besides Kawasaki. Okay. Uh, Maybe you're right. Maybe I you're think. right. You Maybe you are. Two years ago, I think they did. You want to touch that mic again? I, what I, the I, fuck? I missed my chin and I hit the mic. Uh, Now I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Tires? Oh, coming in stock. I'm just telling you, manufacturers R&D teams do have a choice. That option is still there if the manufacturer wants to pay a little bit more and we're talking, you know, yeah, could be a quarter, 50 cents, uh, n- no more than a dollar a tire. But that adds up over the cost of all the bikes that they make, right? But they do have an option. So R&D teams have to work with product planning teams in the manufacturer world to come together to say, hey, this works better, but this cost is too high. You got to meet in the middle. And right now, everyone's meeting at 33s because performance is still pretty good. Not as good as 3S. Uh, length of tire uh, longevity is up. Cost is down. Mm, 33. Yeah. But to Kawasaki for keeping it fucking real and sticking with the 3S. That tire is really good. It's really good. And I'm not one to really like... Pick apart a tire like you can. Not get a boner over a tire like me. I got boner over 33 or 3S. Right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Makes you feel like a hero. It's really good. When the track goes to shit a little bit, 3S is still pretty good. Know who was anti to? Travis. Was he? Guess what he did at the Vet National. Guess what he threw on the front for the second moto? Ooh. Threw a 3S on. Huh. Oh. 3S. All of a sudden. That's why he was changing tires? Yeah. Or was he changing wheels so or he, he said, oh, look what I put on. I go, oh. <laughs> We're going to get serious. So, anyway, good job to Kawasaki. Kawasaki makes great bikes. I just wish they'd last a little bit longer in the realm of durability. That's it. And then I could be wrong about this. I've never had, like I said, had one malfunction in how many years, but I just feel like the bike feels more clapped out sooner than a Honda does. How's that? How's that? Um, if I put a 100-hour Honda up to a 100-hour Kawasaki, the Honda feels tighter. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah, I can see that. Find out who you are, folks. Chris at KieferIncTesting.com if you want to yell at me, uh, talk about tires, uh, you want to talk about Kawasaki, or you want to talk about uh, Dallas's microphone issues that he does. So if you guys are going to email me and bark about this, don't. What's your email so they can bark about you about your mic issues? <laughs> they don't need to bark at me about that. What's it? D done what? Photo at yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Dunphoto at yahoo.com. Uh, you want to ask Dallas about his $11,700 Honda? Hit me up. Photography? Had quite a few people um, hit me up over the podcast we've done. and they Yeah. Talk about jets? We can talk about jets. We can talk about... I got a new helmet coming. Oh, you do? Yeah. What kind? 60? Nope. What? A-stars. Okay. And it's getting painted. It's going to be like... Do you, do you remember the um, SR seventy one plane? Yes, a big long yeah yeah. So it's going to be like a, a who's, theme who's like doing that. It? Uh, this guy Mark from up Washington, I think. Okay, um, I can't think of good his, painter. Yeah, okay. Because really some good. of these painters that I see are not good. No, it, I, yeah. And then people are like, "Oh, look at my helmet." I'm like, I don't have the heart to tell them that looks like dog shit. I'll show you here. Hold on. Okay. Well, it doesn't look good for radio. It's kind of. Well, I'll show you though. You can. Um, do you have any questions about the Honda or the Kawasaki? Please feel free to hit us up. We're here to help you guys. Uh, that's what we do over here. Hopefully, that separates us from the other media outlets out there. Um, yeah, that looks good. Skunk on the sides. Give me a skunk works. This, this is yours. Yeah, oh. uh, he he's in the process. Hmm, that's good. Um, as always, our doors are open here, and please support the advertisers. Support the show. We have a lot of them coming back for 2022, and a couple new ones. So that's exciting. Um, get you some more discount codes, as always. We try to do that here. Um, try to get you more than 10%. That's usually the standard issue with things, but we try to do more than that, Dallas. Yeah, a lot of my buddies always uh, use your codes, and they're always like, man, he's got good, co- he's got good codes. Yeah, we and, try to uh, do same it. Same with Pulp. Yeah, Pulp's got good codes, too. Steve. He's too blue crew. We can't talk about Steve right now. Uh, anything you want to say before we get off this thing right here? Because uh, we're wrapping this up. 
Not really. Anything that you? How's your bullet points? Anything we missed out of your bullet points okay, that I you would like to mention? We covered it. We covered it without even me having to look at them. That's how good I'm getting at these. You're getting good at it. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Look, I had for 3s tires, amazing. Huh? <laughs> I had amazing for 3s tires. And what else? Uh, that's it's like about the, it. It's like the Oscars when the music's coming on. Yeah, we covered everything. Oh, besides mischiefs, I kept. You ever get any mischiefs, the Cowie? No. Yeah, I. I uh, the first like first moto, I got a few. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I really think uh, both bikes feel the same with shifting. Um, transmission ratios, like I said, if you want to go one tooth up, one tooth up to get more lugability on the Cowie, you can. Uh, on the Honda, it doesn't matter what you do, lugability is going to be scarce. So it's more of a revy type of engine, spools up quick, and it's hard to get that third gear lug. Everybody says, "Oh, I got a Honda and." Uh, I can't lug it in third gear. It's very hard. I go, yep, it's tough to do. So It likes to be revved high. Yeah, it does. It's an aggressive motor. All right, that's it. Dallas is looking at me like he's uh, he's done, so we are done too. Dallas is done. All right, see you guys. See you.